Hello. How are you, Lisa? Very good. How are you? Good, thank you. I'm Claire. Hello, Claire. This is Playing Devil's Avocado. Yay. It's a podcast, isn't it? That's right. It is for women over a certain age. Yeah. Talking about stuff. Yeah, we're trying to be relevant, aren't we? Trying to be relevant. Keep people up to touch a bit. Up to touch. (laughs) (laughs) Up to date and in touch. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, why use six words when you can use three? (laughs) This week... We're going to talk about the cool girl haircut of 2019. Yes. We're going to talk about team building exercises and a waste of time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about the middle-aged delight of watching Michael McIntyre. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> and um, name dropping. Oh, we're going to talk about I that. Thought, I thought we okay. might. I thought we surprised you that. Let's go. Off we go. Okay, you want to talk first of all about your cool girl haircut? Yes, I'm a bit obsessed. Mm. I mean... By the time this comes out, it's going to be August, so we're sort of almost, well, past halfway through 2019, aren't we? Mm. I think Elle just sort of put it out on the um, Facebook again, rescheduled the story. But it's basically this haircut that I really want, but I think I'm too old and probably not skinny enough because you've got to have a nice neck to wear it. What it is... Horizontal from the back to the front. Yeah, it's Barney Martin, who's a Sydney hairdresser. Mm. He says it's the cool girl Bob. He's calling it the petite Bob. So basically, it's a bob, <laughs> bob, um, and it's a bit French. It says it's got an old world French feel, and it works on either wavy or poker straight hair, and looks great with texture and a fringe. So basically, it works for everyone, mm. which I think is quite clever. But mm. then he said um, it looks best on those with a slender neck. So I'm not sure if I can co- if I can carry well, it probably, off or not. I mean, I think you probably could. And if yeah. you and if they said no, you couldn't. You could just get a longer version. A longer version. Mm. Okay, a lob. A petite lob. A lob. It is a petite lob. Okay, well, that's really confusing me now. Mm. But I, I quite like it. So the haircut is horizontal from the back to the front with no length variation. Oh, right. so it's just a really blunt cut. Is really that... blunt. And mm. then I think it actually probably... You either have to have dead straight hair, don't you? Or if you have got a bit of wave, mm. that's quite nice as well mm. because a lot of people are putting the wave in, aren't they, with, okay. with stuff. So I really would like one, but oh. I haven't quite had one yet. <laughs> okay, well... There's time for everything. Isn't there? Would yeah. you ever have a lob or a petite bob? Um, I've had a lob in my time. Yeah. You're quite attached to your long hair, quite literally, aren't you? <laughs> it's on my head. Um, I'm not where I am at the moment, yes, because mm. I feel... I don't know why, though, because it's very ratty at the ends, my hair. Like, it's kind of thick at the start, and then by the time it gets to the end, it's, like, you know, not great at all, but I'm just... I like having... I like putting it up, which is yeah. kind of defeats the purpose of having it. Yeah, but it looks nice up, so mm. why not? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Great. I'll let you know how it goes. And Thank if I have you. it done, I'll, maybe I'll put a picture on Instagram. Well, I'll see you as well. Oh, yeah, you will. Oh, I will, yeah. No, you know, but I was thinking for other people, <laughs> I could put a picture it. on Instagram of, of the people who have the lob. Yes. The celebrities. It's yes. not the lob, it's the petit bob. Yeah. Um, and people can see if they like it or not. Good idea. Because we've got an Instagram, haven't we? We do have an Instagram. It mm. is at Playing Devils Avocado. Playing, Ooh. and there's probably got an underscore in there, um, but you'll find yeah, it. You'll, you'll find see. us. There you go. Yeah, have a look. Let's talk about team building exercises oh, and God. why they're a waste of time. I mean, I know the answer to this because yes. I hate them, but why are they? Have a waste you of time? been on many in your time? Yes. Aren't they the worst? I hate them. Do you hate them so much? I can't. I can't be doing with it. I can't even. You know what? Away day. Oh, the fills horror me. fills me with horror. The horror. So we hate them. Probably everyone hates them. So why, why do we do, do them? Why do we do them? Why do companies insist on us doing these till? We must get something out of them. There was an article on the conversation, and it was saying that um, 
they're actually a bit of a waste of time. And they, they had an example of a man, a CEO, who was really into mountain biking. So he decided to take everyone mountain biking for the day. And there was, can you imagine? Oh, my God. And there was, a, there was a circuit they had to do. And because he was so good at it, he'd finished in, like, 45 minutes and then went to the bar. But then there were people, and it took them three hours to do it, by which point they got to the bar. He was drunk. He, everyone was a bit squiffy. Yeah. And... Um, there's all that built team building that goes on in bars as well, you know, like over drinks, and they'd missed out on it, and yeah. it was just all a bit pointless, really. I worked on a magazine once where, um, for our Christmas party every year, we had a yacht race between two opposing teams, which is sort of team building. Wow. Um, I don't sail. Yeah. I refuse to get on a boat. Yeah. So I would always be the one left behind. <laughs> And then what does that say about you? Does that mean that you're not a team player, yes, that you're not courageous, that. that you I'm won't not, take I'm, risks? Absolutely. And is that, who cares? Is that a bad thing or not? Well, I don't know. I mean, it takes all sorts. You don't want everyone the same on a team, do you? No. I don't like any trust exercises. I don't no. trust anyone. Don't trust and, anyone. <laughs> and I also don't like having to come up with ideas on this, just like on the hop. Yeah. I like to think about things. Yeah. I'm not very good with those kind of things. Well, what this article said, the conversation, did you ever read the conversation? Mm. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Mm. Um, it was saying that, you're actually much better off having authentic conversations um, with small groups or even one-on-one mm. and forming these relationships that are um, much deeper and then that sort of trickles through the whole culture of the company. Mm. So I was interested in that, which actually is also today on LinkedIn, even though I hate LinkedIn, <laughs> there was a thing about mentoring... Um, what did they call it? I should have taken note. Oh. Basically, it's having mentors, but they're younger than you. Oh, yeah. So they teach you, you how know, to deal with how, to, you know, how, how to, to do social... Like, oh, you can do that in social media in three minutes. Or, you Very know, the skills idea. that younger people have automatically that older people don't. Mm. I'm going to look up what it was called. and mm. Probably remembering things as we <laughs> yeah, well, was on the list. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so team building exercises, no Waste of time, no. Um, and speaking of them... Sort of mm. burnout. Oh, burnout! Everyone's talking about burnout. Yeah, aren't they? it's a new thing. So first of all, it's now been diagnosed. It's now been um, given the the green light for being a legit medical condition. What burnout. is it? What is burnout? It is. What's um, the medical diagnosis? The diagnosis is there are three dimensions of the condition. <clears throat> I'm reading this bit. If you can't tell. Um, feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion, increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativism or cynicism related to one's job and reduced professional efficacy. Gosh, I reckon reckon 75% of the population would have that. women have it mostly. Right, and why is that? Interesting because they don't get given positions of power. So they're confined to roles where they have little decision-making ability and a low level of authority and they get frustrated. So that's why people... And they're probably just expected to, you know, do the work while other people are just swanning around. Yeah. Yeah. Being all like, let's have an away day. Yes. (laughs) But, yeah, so burnout is really serious. I'm sure it is. um, It's like... Yeah, now it's completely. It's only recognised since the seventies, and it means that. And also, there's this great thing about millennials where they'd written this article. This woman called Anne Helen Peterson wrote an article about it on BuzzFeed, and she described something called errand paralysis, which you and I both have, which is an inability to attend to your personal administrative tasks, a lack of leisure time, because and the internalised so feeling that you should be working all the time, which yeah. is exactly. My yeah, problem. It is. And, you know, I think that when you think about how long it takes you 
to even get ready for work and then commute to work and mm. then do the work mm-hmm. and then get home from work and try to eat healthily and maybe try to go to the gym. And yeah. this is, you know, even without even bringing children into the equation, I'm not surprised that women are burnt out. It's not just impossible. And millennials who try so hard to do everything, yeah. I'm sure they are. I mean, they obviously are. Yeah. Yeah, so it's awful, isn't it? What can it? we do about it? Well, I don't know. I don't know what mm. we can do about it. I forgot to look that bit up. I would say <laughs> it, that... <laughs> Thanks for that. I would say that is a lot... You know, a lot of... More and more women are trying to become self-employed, aren't they, and be their own bosses. Yeah. Um, and I would say that has to be a big driving factor. And also, I think you just need to take a step back and work out whether you want to have it all, mm. in the inverted commas, mm. or whether you want to have a life that means that you have some room for your own brain space yeah. and to be able to walk in some greenery and yeah. to do all those things. And, and passion and, projects. Yeah, and if you know if it's about money, then maybe you just do it for a certain period of time and, yeah. and get and the pay money off you your need. credit cards yeah. and... Yeah, you know, I mean, it's you, you can't keep yeah. going forever like no. that, and obviously you can't because you get burnt out. But at the same time, people have mortgages to pay and bills Don't to pay, and school fees. I and know, I know. Oh, I know. Oh dear. Awful. All right. Okay. Well, that's very interesting. Thank you for that. Anytime. Anytime you want half a story, <laughs> <laughs> you know where to come. I know where to come. Now, what do you want to talk about? What do we talk to? about? Culture club. Culture club. What do you you? You've got the culture club. Well, I, kind of. I've got a few Go things. On then. But what I wanted to say, first of all, well, I want to talk about Survivor, but that's yeah. just starting. And I want to say, where would you come in Survivor? Me? Mm. I would die on the first day. <laughs> literally. <laughs> they don't literally die. Oh. You'd get, you'd get voted off first. Or you'd walk away hopeless. first. I'd be so hopeless. I would cry. Yeah. I would sit down on a log. I wouldn't know <laughs> how to do anything. No. Could you light a fire? I'm not bad at lighting fires now. Mm. But, I mean, you don't even have the matches, do no. you? Certainly don't have fire lighters. No, you don't have fire you certainly lighters. certainly don't have one of those long, you don't long have a gas, lighter. gas lighters, no, clicky no, no, lighters, no. do you? No, have a clicky no, well, one. Sometimes Jonathan might bring one in later in the season oh, when no one's got warm and they can't dry um, No, I can't light a flyer. No. <laughs> a flyer. No. Light a fire. I can't build a shelter. No. I can't could you go? Anything. Could you um, strategize in the way that they oh, all do? Oh yes, I can strategize, oh, there you go. and I can sneak around without behind. Can people. you lie? I can lie, strategize, and form alliances. Uh-huh. There yeah, you go. that's all you need, really. Yeah, someone else can do. I would be rubbish. I don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but my husband always says that I'd be voted out first from the Big Brother house as well because I'd just be annoying. And I think Gosh. it would be the same. He loves me, really. And I think it would be the same in Survivor. I think I wouldn't last a minute because <laughs> I would just be so irritating. Plus, if I had to be... Ra- don't laugh. If I had to be rafted in from somewhere, I'd get seasick. Yeah, I'm not jumping s- out of a helicopter. I wouldn't be able to swim from yeah. the raft to the shore. Yeah. There was that great moment, was it last year when the girl did a terrible belly flop into the water? That would be me. I wouldn't be able to swim. It would be awful. But I you love Survivor, run. don't you? I can't get under anything or over anything no. quickly. I It'd can't stand on poles be, for 13 hours. I, would, I could probably stand on a pole. But I um, I just, yeah, I love Survivor. Do you? Yeah, I love it. Um, and it's quite a good lineup this time, isn't it? So good. Well, so who are you looking forward people. to seeing? Well, it'll be on by the time... Yeah. This is out. Oh. Um, and so who I'm loving. Yeah, who are you loving? I, um, what's um, Megan, Megan Thingy's husband's called? He's really hot. He's a football <laughs> player. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's really good. 
I can't remember his name now. No, okay. Anyway, um, right. but because I'm middle aged, and speaking of middle age, mm. do you love Michael McIntyre? I actually love Michael. Oh McIntyre. my god, and it's such a middle aged thing he to love, right? Makes me really laugh. It is like this delight that suddenly you're it's okay to laugh at. Do you know what I do on a Saturday morning <laughs> YouTube? in bed? YouTube right? videos of Michael I'm in McIntyre. Fa- I'm on Facebook, and Timmy's not on Facebook, but for some reason I must be following some Michael McIntyre, you know, fan group. And on a Saturday morning, all the videos pop up on yeah. Facebook, and I make him watch them. Yeah. And there's have you, that, there's the breakfast buffet one. <laughs> yeah, he calls it a buffet. He calls it something a buffet. Buffet, buffet, uh, breakfast buffet one. Yeah. And what about the one with the um, spices in the cupboard? Oh no, I haven't seen I mean, that. Oh one. my god. <laughs> It's so funny, yeah. <laughs> he is just very funny, but it is certainly, it's like a really middle-aged kind of mm. delight to watch Michael McIntyre. He was here earlier this year. Yeah, he was. Did you see him? Yeah, no. Uh, only on the project. My husband <laughs> <laughs> My husband does a very good impression of him, actually. Does he? Yeah, he oh, does. I look forward to seeing funny. that. Yeah, he can. It's funny. Yeah. Where um, do you watch him then, well, just on, on the, YouTube? On the YouTubes. Or yeah. If he's on TV ever, I'm yeah. always like, and you just, like, when he talks about the draw, what everyone in the house oh, yes. has, and, like, just there's certain things. And I can watch them over and over yeah. and laugh my head off. Every time. I quite like that. He's got the big show, isn't he? Is it called The Big yes, Show? yeah. On Foxtel? Or when he has a surprise guest that's a person from the public. That's always oh, makes me cry. I haven't seen that one. I, I quite like it when he texts does text to all and he gets a famous person's oh, phone. Oh, yes, that's funny too. And he sends out a text to everyone in their phone yeah, and, then you, and then you see what the replies yeah. are from their famous yeah. friends. And it's like, I've yeah. always loved you, whatever. Yeah, and then, yeah they did Jamie funny. Oliver and... Um, text to everyone in Jamie Oliver's phone and it was um, Jules Babe dying for a Macca's can you pick me up 30 chicken nuggets on your way home (laughs) and everyone texts back going I knew it (laughs) anyway so I am all about that okay you of course have something far more um, cultural Lambs of God oh yes Lambs of God so I think it's probably finished by now Um, but it's thanks for coming yeah (laughs) good night Um, but it's on demand so you can watch it um, as much as you like on Foxtel it is really good it's a four-parter it's a drama it's a drama D it's quite funny as well it's got Essie Davis in it it's got um, Jessica Bardem, who's an English actress Sam Reed he's an Aussie oh Damon Herriman because um, you can't make a show in Australia or a film at the moment without mm-hmm. having Damon Herriman in it. No. He is brilliant, obviously. Is that the him. one that's got Anne Dowd in it? No. Anne Dowd's in it, she, yes. You can't make anything in TV ever without Anne Dowd Yes, in so it she's in it as well. So it's about three nuns and they... Um, <laughs> it's a <live>, joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. They walk into a bar. No. They live <laughs> on a very remote island and the Catholic Church sends a very handsome priest over to tell them they've got to get off the island because they're going to put a hotel on the island. Right. Oh. And it's about how they deal with that. And right. it's all it's all about sort of female power. Oh, it sounds great. And I've never even... No, it's good. It's it's sort of like it's really unusual. Um but it's sort of stay one of those ones that stays with you a bit and you're not quite sure what's going on for a bit and then you are. Oh, I thought it was really good. Oh. And different. Oh. Unusual. Unusual, it's nice. Yeah, I reckon it's worth a look. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to talk about two quickly other ones because yes. they're going to be off TV by the time All we right. come out otherwise. The Loudest Voice, which is on Stan, which is the um, uh, Roger Ailes. Oh, with um, Rus- Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Crow. Um, and Sienna Miller and um, Naomi, Naomi Watts. Yes. Um, which is, I'm really enjoying it. 
my husband watched the first episode and can't watch anymore. Rus- Russell Crowe does have a terrible fat suit on and really bad fat. I didn't makeup. actually know he was wearing a fat suit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Russell, Sorry. if you're listening. But he goes up and down, oh, he doesn't does, he? He does. He oh, fluctuates. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's of a certain age. Um, but it's about basically about Fox News and the, the start mm. of Fox News and the relationship with um, Murdoch and all that sort of stuff. And it's very well done. And Russell is amazing. And Sienna Miller is unrecognisable mm. as his wife. I like her. Um, and it's just really good trashy TV on, on Stan. And then also Succession, which is on Foxtel. Yes. Which is actually um, about a family. It's a fictionalised family whose father, who's like a media mogul family, yeah. and the father has a stroke and they have to step in and sort of take over the reins and stuff and about all the internal wranglings. It's got Sarah Snook in it, it who's does. an Australian. She is. Um, and it's modelled on, supposedly, the Murdoch family as well. So well, it's interesting. It's, it's, well, it's, they got a lot of flack for being the Murdochs, and so they couldn't. Well, it's modelled on a few of those yeah. American media families. Yeah. They, they, the man who makes it said he takes inspiration. He took inspiration from um, sort of interviews that various moguls right. have done about the, about how they planned for right, the, succession. the succession. And basically all the moguls have said, well, I'm never going to die, yeah. so I don't need to. But it's really, really, it's very funny. Mm. It's very clever. It's the rude, family dynamics are amazing. Yeah. yeah, there's some great characters in there. There's a McCulkey. There's a Kieran Culkin. A Culkin, that's Kieran it. Not Culkin. Macaulay, a Culkin. <laughs> Kieran Culkin is in it, and he's yeah. really, really good. He plays one of the sons. Um, Sarah Snook, as I said, who's an Australian bit actress. Smutty sometimes. A bit smutty, a bit druggy, a bit mm. dirty. Um, but just really enjoyable, very funny in parts. Yeah. Um, but you have to get into it, so it's worth okay. it. Anyway, we've had enough worth. culture club. All right, enough Gosh. culture club. Move on. I feel like there's too much culture club oh. in that episode. Okay, this episode. That's okay. Oh, well. <clears throat> people, people like it. Okay, good. Should we talk about something else? Then? We've got a new section. Oh yes, yeah. It's called "Am I Losing the Plot?" The plot. The plot. The plot. The plot. Yeah. So what? I just thought, you know how as you get older you mm-hmm. get a bit crazier, allegedly? Yeah. Mm. Sometimes I wonder if I'm losing the plot a bit. Mm-hmm. And this has come about because the other night, I went down to the loo in the night, as I do, like seven times, well, whatever. <laughs> anyway, don't need to know about my <laughs> toilet habits. <laughs> Too and much information. I came back into the bedroom and kicked the cat, Coco Pops, who's the big cat. Mm-hmm. And she's quite solid these days, she's 12 so I kicked her, and then I was like, oh, my God. And then, so I bent down, and I said, I'm so sorry, my darling. I re- you mustn't get under my feet. She gets under my feet all the time. I'm so sorry, stroking her. I'm so sorry, apologising to the cat. And Timmy's in bed with both the cats, right. going, what are you doing? Because he knew that I hadn't kicked the cat. What I'd actually kicked was the big pineapple cushion. Uh-huh. And then I was stroking the big pineapple cushion, mm. apologising to it. <laughs> Like, am I losing it, or is that normal? I think, did you... Okay, there's two things here. Yeah. Is it a vision thing? Like, you thought you saw the cat? No. Or it's just, you just assumed the cat was there? I assumed that the big thing I cooked, soft thing I kicked on the floor was the cat. Yeah, I think there's a little bit yeah. of losing your marbles, okay. and also a little bit of it being dark, and you being completely within your rights to lose your, to not notice right. that it wasn't the cat. Okay. I've all done right. that many times. I've done so tripped over things and gone Floyd, and it not been Floyd at oh, all. Oh, okay, all right. So I'm not losing the plot. We've okay. decided okay. on this occasion. No, I'm not. Oh, uh, oh, should we do a rating? A plot yeah. rating? Yes. Let's give that a seven. Seven. Okay. 
that's not too bad, is it? <laughs> when we get to nine, is out of seven and a half. We'll stage an intervention when we get to a nine. Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, it's because you, you were because it was witnessed, you get more points. Unfortunately. Yeah. Oh yes. Because yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. You also okay. wanted to talk about name dropping at one point. Oh, I you, did. Um, you, you said that you've become a terrible name. I have dropper. become a shameless name dropper, and it's really unpleasant and <laughs> unedifying. <laughs> so I just think it's. I must stop it. Oh no! Oh, yeah. You're quite sorry. a good name dropper. Oh, good, aren't you? Well, I, yeah, but I have. It's funny that you say that because yeah. I only have certain stories from like you know many years ago. <laughs> so when sometimes when I say the names of the people that I think are quite impressive, no one knows who I'm talking oh, about anymore. That's all like, I went to Peter Andre's 21st. <laughs> <laughs> but like only certain circles will did get you? that. Yes, I did. And, and did it was when he was dating Laura Vasquez, who is still around today. She's a lovely makeup artist now. Oh. Hello, Laura, if you're listening. Oh. Um, anyway, and um, yes, and I went to his 21st. Yeah. Um, I also, of course, like to bring up my Robbie Williams picture a few, a yes. few times a year. Yes. Special occasions. Yes. Have you met anyone recently that's worth name dropping? No. Have mm. I? Not sure. Oh, I don't think so. No, no. I'm, okay. I'm, I don't really do it. I anymore. sort of prefer to name drop sort of people in power. Right. Yes. You know. Oh, oh my right. friend blah blah, who's the head of blah blah. Oh yes, you do do yeah. that. So sometimes I say, you know, my friend Lisa, who like works in publishing. Yes. Oh, like, do you? Mm, oh, thanks. often. Good, I mean, we it? do have we have some. Quite, I mean, obviously, because we've been in this business for yes, quite a while, um, I do often, like, I know a lot of people, and yeah. like, as they go through things, I go, oh, I know her. Yes. You know, that's interesting. Yeah, you know you everyone in Sydney, don't you? I do know everyone in Sydney. Yeah. It's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of getting older and knowing people, mm. I just wanted to bring up something that I read online. Mm. Which was about what exercises you should do as you get older. Oh, yes, I read that. <laughs> because I, I like thought, it. I thought it was just so ridiculous. Um, because I thought for 40s and 50s, I was looking it up. You know, yeah. 20s, you can do all sorts of things. Yeah. And so I thought, I'll just see what they say we should for 40s. do. 40s. And you and knew it was going to say Pilates, didn't you? Yeah, Pilates is one. they always say Pilates. They say Pilates is one. Weights, makes sense. Yeah. the other one for 40s? Yeah. Marathons. Oh, good luck with that. I was like, for fuck's sake. No Why would you way. run a marathon in your 40s? Why would you? Why would you? I mean, good on you if you can do it without, you know, getting shin splints and doing yeah. your Achilles heel and, you know. I just love the way they go, try marathon, weights and Pilates, <laughs> like as if you're going to. Try but it a says, marathon. It says, I actually well, trained for a half marathon once. I went for one training session, <laughs> like ran up the hill and went, no. no not for me. Right. For women approaching the perimenopause or menopause, fluctuations in estrogen may be affecting your bone density. So try racket games, old-fashioned jogging and fast-paced walking. Now, I do fast-paced walking. Fast walking. I like fast walking. Yeah. Fast and walking. some high-intensity interval training kind of Ooh, stuff. Do you but, do that? Uh, sometimes. Mm. Not very often. <laughs> I do a bit of... Um, Pump class now, oh. if I can be bothered. Yeah. Anyway, so no marathons. 50-year-olds, yes. though, or people are 50. Boxing. Oh, I, I don't mind boxing. Mm. Golf. At least twice. <laughs> Golf. Golf and circuit training. So, you know, um, boxing with pads, anything that involves throwing and catching. So anything that's like a hand-eye coordination is good oh, as you okay. get older. Um, and mobility, so it works your brain and your balance. Ooh. That makes perfect sense in your 50s yeah. and probably as late 50s. And then in your 60s, gardening. <laughs> you have to do a lot of brisk weeding, swimming and <laughs> Did it actually say brisk weeding? No, I just made, made it up. that up. 
Um, I probably prefer the 50s and 60s exercise to the 40s. Well, yes. I'm glad I'm out of my 40s. I don't have to do a marathon. No. I skipped over that one. I cheated. So I'm not going to do that. Oh, well done. Do you want to talk about living your best life? Living your best life. Which is another semi-regular segment, it is, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, I had a birthday recently. Mm-hmm. I was 47. Oh, owning it. Own it. Um, and we went out for a nice lunch and then we decided to go and have drinks. We were running early. Mm-hmm. So we decided to go and have drinks before the lunch at a swanky bar in Sydney. Mm-hmm. And we were sat at the bar. I like to sit at a bar. Mm. And it was about 12.15 in the afternoon. The the um, minute hand was passed. Yes. <laughs> Yard arm, or whatever it is. Um, so we were drinking old fashions, mm-hmm. which, gosh, they get you squiffy, Taylor Squiffy, I tell you. <laughs> um, and so we sat at the bar, and then this, and we, were, we had put nice clothes on and everything, so we're going for a nice lunch. And then this man came up next to us, and he said, Oh, I'll, I'll have what they're having. Mm-hmm. And then we said, Oh, yeah, they're good. And he said, Well, you two look like you know how to live. That's nice. And then, then that's why you ordered the same drink as us. Yeah, that's lovely. I thought that was really nice. Yeah. I felt like I was living my best life. You were. Yeah. I'm very impressed. Old Fashions at 12.15 will do that. <laughs> Drunkard. Yeah, it's my new favourite drink, an Old Fashioned. <laughs> oh, I like an Old Fashioned. Yeah. Should I just do a name drop here? <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> I went to America once with Richard Wilkins. <laughs> right. And he drank Old Fashioned. Does he? He introduced me to an Old Fashioned. Yeah. They're nice, I like them. And that's not a euphemism. Oh. Now, um, should we talk about your skincare? You've got a new primer that you're Oh, like, I have got you? a new primer. About some beauty stuff. Yeah, which I thought was quite good for our listeners because it's an anti-redness primer and obviously... Like, I, I think I get a bit of rosacea, mm. um, but probably there's a bit people sort of flushing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've got an anti-redness primer and it's really good. It's Dermalogica Redness Relief Primer. It's got an SPF 15, which yeah. is good for Australia. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like a green... I think um, JVN uses them a bit on Queer Eye from does. a previous episode. It's that sort of almost like a green putty. Yeah. And you put just, it on your... And, and it, it just takes neutralises the, yeah. the red. And I really do like it. I um, love Dermalogica. I will never fault them on anything. Right. No, it is really good, but it's 63 bucks, mm-hmm. And it's not a very big tube. So I would really love some um, ideas about... Well, I had something. It's not quite the same thing, but... Clear Skincare Clinics, which is an actual clinic, laser mm. clinic, have a brand of have a range of face stuff which is now in Priceline. Oh. And the other day I went in there to get something and I saw an ad for it. And they've got these two BB creams. Oh yes. But they're both anti redness. Are they a bit thick BB creams? No, but it's not thick. But it's not it's anti redness. And it's not green, it's kind of white, and then you put Mm. it on and it changes colour into sort of being almost your skin colour. And you think, well that's not gonna get the redness out, but Mm. it does. And it's like about thirty two dollars or right, well I might go and have a look at that. So that would Mm. be my tip. Yes. I also had a big spotty breakout Mm. which I thought at forty seven is that what I thought those days were behind me. I think it was hormonal, but I had also done a poor clarifying charcoal gel mask. <laughs> and I reckon it just brought everything out. Well, that might be a good thing. So I'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I had proper spots Wow. on my face. Wow. I used like, to have the worst skin. Did you have really bad skin no, when you were I didn't. a teenager? I didn't, I didn't, thank God. I really didn't. I would have the odd spot, but mm. I didn't have that. Oh, I had terrible. Oh, bless you. Awful. And then I used to, put, used to put makeup on over the top, so it was all crusty oh, and disgusting. Oh, isn't that just the worst thing? Glamour. <laughs> Absolute glamour. Um, but I have been finding this winter, my skin is so dry. Yeah, my skin's really dry. Yeah. 
What and can you do about it? Well, you just have to have really good moisturiser. Oil, oils, facial oh, oils. okay. You need to keep putting that moisture yeah. back in. In fact, I, we're in our, my office as we speak, and I it's very drying in here, and I spray a face um, mist, mo- mist oh, yes. through the day to keep my skin oh, moist. Which one? I, well, let me just reel backwards in the yeah. chair. Alpha H. Oh, Moisture boosting facial mist with witch hazel. Oh, okay. Alpha H is is along with Dermalogica is my favourite um, skincare right brand. Can I put it on right yep, now? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're just um, really, really beautiful oh. for um, ageing skin. Um, Adore Beauty mm, online, nice. seventeen dollars, I think. That's right. Not bad. Not bad. Um, and and uh, just nice to have something that moisturises throughout the day. I get psoriasis because of this weather. Oh. I mean, not because of this weather. Yeah, I get it anyway. But in this weather, my skin. Oh, sorry, that's my chair. Um, my my skin gets terrible, and the psoriasis gets worse, and I get really itchy. Itchy skin in winter, it's yeah. the worst, isn't yeah. it? And I use that Mugu. There's another Oh, yes, I've heard you. about Mugu. Yeah, People good. I know swear by yeah. it. The one I do swear by a little bit, um, that I think I said before about the Jojoba oh, yeah. Oil Company. Oh, yeah. They're Australian, organic. Yeah. They're good as well. Yeah. Oh, look oils. at that. We're like, basically shopping Fixed list. it. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, is there anything? Oh, I want to talk about Celine Dion. Yes. We're going to finish she, with this, aren't we? Uh, I think we should. Come on, let's can't talk go about... past her, can you? No. She is amazing. So, Celine Dion. How old is she now? She's 60 something. Is she really? Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you. Just keep talking and I'll um, tell you how old she is. Celine Dion, the singer. <laughs> we are talking about her. Um, no, she's the same age as me. Maybe she's 50 something, okay. actually. She was married to a very old man called That's Renee, right. who passed away a few years yeah. ago. Um, and she's just finished her residency in Vegas. And as she has done for the last few years, she also just went to Paris Fashion Week, mm. where she slayed, yeah. sister. She owns it, doesn't she? She owns it so much. She is so high fashion. She is over the yeah. over the top of fashion. She's having fun, though. Oh, she loves isn't it. She? She can't, like, yeah. There's photos of her with a puffy dress on with two big dogs on either side. Yeah. and She's just amazing. She's all hail. She's the queen. She's the empress. No one's going to tell Celine Dion what to wear or what not to She's wear. She's not. Now, she has a team of people, though, who do. Right, of course. <laughs> Isn't she so, worth, like, squillions? Oh, she is. Um, yeah. uh, 430 million wow. American dollars. Wow. Amer- of your finest American dollars. <laughs> she is. She has a team, right, so she has an image architect called Law Roach, mm. and she has two stylists, one of whom there were rumours that she was dating, but I think he is of the um, doesn't like women variety. So a guy called Sidney Lopez. Oh, no, I think Sidney Lopez might be a woman. And Pepe Munoz, who's the guy. Pepe Munoz. Yeah, so great. And so um, basically they just dress her and she comes out of her hotel or her apartment every morning and stands there. Crowds go wild. She has to get on top of her car to show everyone what she's wearing. It's just this phenomenon. She is a diva, isn't she? Yeah. So that's over now, of course, but she still really is the person... Who? I like her bravado. I like her too. Yeah. And, like, and she's you, had the tragedy. Yeah, but if you look at her on Facebook, if you follow her on any of the, um, you know, social media, yeah. she's actually very funny. I mean, she's completely cuckoo, but yeah. in a great way and owns it. Yeah. She's a bit like Helena Bonham Carter. You know, oh, like yes. just those kind of women who are yeah. just don't care if you think don't they're care. a bit crazy. They're, she's just what amazing. She There's some great... I'll post... I'll find the YouTube video that is my favourite one of her and put it into the group to okay. watch. Okay, which she, group is that? The PDAs. Oh. That's our group. Oh, I see. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. You brought it back. Yeah. Um, PDAs. Yes. 
You can find us on Facebook. Okay. And we'll put the so Celine all your Dion. Celine Dion and Michael McIntyre <laughs> needs. needs. All your middle-aged entertainment <laughs> needs will be, will be met. <laughs> it's interesting, though, because would you listen to Celine Dion I don't musically. Uh, well, I know lots of people who do. Right. Um, I don't I, think. Friend saw her in um, Vegas mm. and said she was absolutely sensational. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I saw Robbie Williams in Vegas. Yeah. That shows you the level of my. I How couldn't we... afford to buy a Celine. Actually, Celine was sold out. Right. But yeah, I tried to. Yeah. Anyway. You can admire her. I just think she's just stance. fabulous. And I mean, you know, people say she's really thin, too thin. She's she's crazy and all these other things. And it's like, well, you know what? She is owning it. She's just stunningly amazing to yeah. look at and um for a woman of her age there's not many of them around who people will yeah. go you're a fashion icon yeah i don't mind a good she diva. Is. i love a diva yeah i think i know why you like one why because you are one. Oh, i take that as a compliment Claire. Thank you, you should very much. you should yeah. susan <laughs> <laughs> all right and on that note well, it was lovely. You, thank you. If you want to um, get in touch, we are playing devil's avocado at yes. gmail.com. Follow or us on, on Instagram. Instagram. On the Facebook group, as previously mentioned. Yeah, the PDAs. Um, get us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. We're everywhere. <laughs> We're all like... over the shop. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Um, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.